0: The homilies or sermons contained in these podcasts were delivered by Deacon Joe Dietz, a permanent deacon serving at Christ the King Catholic Church in South Bend, Indiana, a parish of the Diocese of Fort Wayne, South Bend. Each homily is preceded by a reading of the scripture upon which it was based. While the content is the same as the homily preached, it has been recreated for the quality of the podcast. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to his disciples, Anyone who gives you a cup of water to drink because you belong to Christ, Amen, I say to you, will surely not lose his reward. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a great millstone were put around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life maimed than with two hands go into Gehenna. Into the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life crippled than with two feet to be thrown into Gehenna. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. Better for you to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into Gehenna, where the worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. Everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good. But if salt becomes insipid, with what will you restore its flavor? Keep salt in yourselves, and you will have peace with one another. The Gospel of the Lord Did you ever have to go around with one eye covered for a while, or have to get by with the use of only one hand or one foot? It doesn't take very long before you appreciate why God, in His grand design, gave us two of each, does it? And that experience certainly would make us go to great lengths to avoid losing the use of one of those parts permanently. Yet here is Jesus, in this gospel, telling us to do exactly that, if that is what is necessary for us to avoid sin. And he isn't saying to avoid it simply because of the spiritual impact of sin, the separation from God, the harm sin causes to relationships and our ability to love. No, he is saying that avoiding sin not just murder, but anger, not just adultery, but lust, that avoiding sin is necessary to stay out of hell. Now, this is not the sort of message that is going to win converts. This message in the one we heard last Sunday, to love our enemies, turn the other cheek, and pray for those who persecute us, doesn't have the same crowd appeal that my yoke is easy and my burden is light has. People back then were no less angry than we are today. They were no less lustful and no more forgiving. And while Jesus was preaching, the people he impacted were pretty much a small group, those who could hear and see him and were changed by his godly presence, those who witnessed or experienced his godly power in the form of miracles. Messages such as these that require more than the law did and threaten damnation would not play well removed from the personal presence of Jesus himself. So why would a Jesus who was trying to convert a world of people, not just the locals, make such radical statements about the eternal threat of sin and put such seemingly difficult demands on the group he was trying to convert? Well, I can think of two reasons. One, because it was the truth. Hell is real. Sin has real consequences. And what is sin is determined by God, revealed by Jesus, and will impact our eternal lives. That's the tough reason that no one wants to hear about today. The second reason is because Jesus knew what the crowd he was preaching to did not. He knew that through his passion, death, and resurrection, the separation between God and man would be healed. He knew that after he ascended into heaven, he would send the Holy Spirit in a new and powerful way, and that the power of the Holy Spirit would fill his church and be available through the sacraments to every believer. He knew that the Spirit would make it possible for everyone to enter into a truly intimate and personal relationship with him, and that relationship would change their lives in a way that would make the new commands he was presenting not only doable, but preferable to a sinful choice that would hurt that relationship. A spiritual power that would invite, draw, compel, people not only within his physical presence but throughout the entire world to live the life he is describing. We were created to live that life on earth that leads to eternal life, not out of fear of hell, real as it may be, but out of the empowering love of God, not a distant, remote, lifeless love, but a living, breathing invigorating, empowering, inspiring, intimate, personal love that was meant for us from the very beginning. So when we hear a gospel like the one today that threatens millstones and maiming, worms and fire, let us not be troubled but rejoice that every day we have a choice between fire and water, life and death, good and evil. And that the one who controls the fountain of grace that empowers us to choose rightly longs for us to choose him. For questions or comments on this homily, write to DeaconJoe2017 at gmail.com.